With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Talkback time with Smithy. Call now 0800 150811. Yes, 0800 is the number. Subjects of your choice um, this weekend, of course, the Super Rugby quarterfinals, uh, the NRL going forward, the uh, State of Origin going forward, Penrith without Nathan Cleary. Can they survive without him? Uh, and New South Wales, as uh, Nico Hines just slots straight on and Right, let's get uh, to Zaid. Uh, Zaid's first up this morning. Zaid, good morning to you. Uh, good morning. Uh, not too good news. Uh, I think it was yesterday afternoon with the news of uh, Patrick Sweepelos who's broken his arm. So um, not the best news for the Blues um, there yesterday. Uh, I've obviously got the Waratahs on Friday night at um, home, um, which hopefully we should win. But then we have to play Crusaders in the semi-final. I'm pretty sure we do win. Um, but yeah, definitely the uh, Hurricanes are the toughest game going all the way to Canberra with a Brumbies team who's looked pretty impressive this year. Um, and I, I, I don't think it's going to be an easy task for them. I think the Chiefs will just stroll through the Reds and um, Crusaders will be too strong for, I think it's a Fiji and Drua. So, yeah. And um, yeah. another thing I'm going to... Yeah. And another thing quickly um not too happy about was the uh, Kaikar France um, decision on Sunday. Um, I think he was pretty robbed. Um, I'm not sure if you saw the fight, but he won- He was all over him in the striking numbers. So I don't know what the judges were looking at. And they gave him the fourth round. They gave Emil Albazi the fourth round, which Kaikari France uh, easily won. So I don't know what those judges were on. They clearly were watching a different fight to what we were all watching. So I'm not sure. But um, yeah, it's kicked up a bit of a fight with uh, Israel Asanya. Um, and the CKB team, I'm pretty sure they won't be too happy about it either. So, uh, just uh, getting back to, um, the, yeah, I, I read all the comments about that too. Absolutely right, uh, Zaid. Um, Adesanya not too happy, uh, Kaikara France not too happy and a bit bewildered actually about the whole thing. But uh, yeah. the, the Waratahs, any chance? Any chance of coming over and upsetting the Blues? I don't think so. Well, they, they lost to Moana on the weekend, so I don't think so. Okay, Zaid, uh, fantastic, mate. Uh, thank you very much for your call and your predictions going forward. Um, have uh, a, a really cool week. Uh, let's go straight up uh, further north uh, from Auckland, where Zaid is based, to Paul in Northland. Paul, good morning to you. Okay, um, Smithy, morning, mate. Um, just with the... Um, I just want to comment on the origin, but um, the, the Super Rugby competition. Um, so am I... Correct in, in saying that you can make the so-called top eight in a twelve-team competition. You are correct. You are correct. Yeah, it's a bit of a sort of a contrived kind of a competition. I mean, the Waratahs just lost to Fiji, and I mean they, they haven't got it. Oh, Milana, they haven't got it. They haven't got a show. I mean, it, it's basically it's a two or three horse race when you really drill down into it, isn't it? 
I think you're right. Uh, I think, uh, and you know, at the start of the season, I'm not quite sure we all would have forecast that the Chiefs would have the run that they've had, but we knew they'd be there or thereabouts. Um, and the Crusaders, this, you know, and I think in Scott Robertson's history, this is the most uh, non-playoff games that they've lost in one cal- in, in one season, which is interesting in itself. Yeah, but I mean, every year you can pretty much, you know, you can pretty much pin in. Canterbury and maybe the Blues and, and the Chiefs and, and all the rest good luck to them, the Australians are rubbish Moana's probably won't be there in a couple of years and um, so it's, yeah, it's I don't know, I'm not too excited about it um, but this was uh, I, I think this Cleary injury in the origin might be a blessing in disguise to be honest um, for, so for the Blues do, Does Nico Hines go straight in for you at this point? Uh, no, I'd go with Adam Reynolds simply because he knows Suncorp pretty well. He, he, he's for, obviously he's a Bronco. He, he knows that stadium. He knows the corners. Uh, he knows the turf. He knows the weather up there. So I, I'd go with him and poss- possibly Cody Walker, but I'd probably more lean towards um, someone else. You know, at, at six, I wouldn't go with Lou. I, I just think he's a bit of a show pony. He's a liability, um, and I don't think he, he goes that well without Cleary. Interesting. Okay, uh, Paul, thank yeah. you very much uh, for your call. Uh, uh, anything else to add? Sorry. A- anything no, else no, to add, I'm, mate? I'm glad to see. Uh, yeah, I don't think Tavita Pangai will, will get another start. I think he's he's basically done and dusted. He, you know, there was all the hype about him showing some aggression, and I, I just think that uh, yeah, he underperformed, so he, he he won't be there. But I heard the guy you were talking to, Matty uh, from Aussie, regarding um, you know, the jersey meaning more apparently to the, the Maroons and I, I, I think there's some relevance to that because uh, you know you've got Tavita Pangai you know who, who grew up wanting to play for Queensland and, and, and also a lot of those players in the in the New South Wales team I, I, I just think that it doesn't mean you know I, I just think that there's maybe the Samoan jersey I'm talking about Luai and some of the others probably means more than playing for New South Wales and it's just a just a paycheck for them, but those are my, just my thoughts anyway, mate. Paul, um, appreciate your thoughts. We do as well. Uh, very interesting. Um, your thoughts here on the jersey and uh, conflicting interests. And uh, Matty White was very, very anti the idea that there's any semblance of more passion uh, for uh, the Queensland jersey as opposed to the New South Wales jersey. He just did not buy into that at all. In fact, you could uh, hear his reaction very, very quickly. Uh, Brian, I'd like to bring you in too on the Kaikara uh, Vance situation, uh, Kaikara France. I mean, um, I, I, I didn't see the fight, but I heard the aftermath and I've read the comments. What did you make of it? Yeah, yeah, no, ripped off. Ripped off. It's like uh, Amir Albazi has Dana White privilege or something. Um, so uh, I had it, and most people had it four rounds to one to Kai. Uh, you could probably argue three rounds to two, but that's still a win for Kai Cutter France. Uh, it's very, very strange. Dana sort of in the post match conference, um, he's sort of, oh, well, you know, it's extremely close. Um, usually when something like this happens and Dana doesn't like the result. He'll talk about how bad that referee was and they need to get fired. He kind of glazed over it. So it's almost like that was what the UFC wanted. They wanted this new guy from Iraq to um, come in and and win. And and then that brings Iraqi fans across to the Mm -hmm. UFC. So, you know, I think it's just a big money play. He was ripped off. He should feel really, really bad about that. 
So because of that, where now for Kaikara France? Well, he's yeah, he's just got to go back down, um, back down the picking order and start again, basically, and make it undeniable. Beat everybody on the way to the belt again, and um, then you won't be able to say he doesn't deserve a shot. So he's basically back to probably square. I wouldn't say square one, but definitely square two. I agree with you in terms of being a business decision. I really do. Uh, opening up a whole new market means a whole lot of new money, doesn't it? It's as simple as that. Imagine if I, an Iraqi was a champion. Uh, man, you can just see what uh, kind of things. You can see the dollar signs lining up in uh, Dana White's uh, uh, eyeballs, literally, as, as, um, as it goes ahead. Uh, we've had uh, two or three more texts in, which is uh, cool. I read in, uh, in uh, Oz News site, Singapore horse racing to cease next year. Uh, this is one for you, Louis Herman. What to explore, I'm sure. Uh, it would knock our Brady industry a lot. Singapore horse racing to cease next year. Louis, we'll get you to look into the, the background on that one. Uh, Patrick has come in and said, well, Rob Penny is no razor. I think the Crusaders machine will roll on. With Rob's experience and having Matt Todd on board, as well as Tamati Ellison still in the mix, I'll be, it'll be happy days in the new indoor stadium. That's uh, Paddy's prediction from Ash Burton. Thanks, Paddy. Kevin's coming. I said, I watched the Warriors and the Blues in the weekend. Chalk and cheese. The Blues lack vision. They need a number 10 that is good enough and can read the game. They have a winger uh, in, on Talia who is a class act but doesn't see the ball. Uh, number 10, the Warriors were brilliant attacking and defence. And their equivalent, number 10, is in Sean, say no more. So that's uh, Kevin from uh, Titarangi saying uh, something we've been saying about the Blues for quite some period of time. Uh, how many people have played in the 10 jersey for the Blues in this campaign alone? Uh, it's uh, quite incredible when you weigh it up, getting that combination right. Uh, Rog Tuovasashek getting some action out of default, really. Uh, where does he sit? Will he make the quarterfinal? Did he do enough to make the quarterfinal lineup? Uh, this weekend. Uh, a lot of conjecture as we uh, continue the show this morning. It's 9.43 here on SENZ.